Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am joined by Jen, and we are talking all about taking leaps and fear and authenticity and all of the wonderful thoughts that are swirling around in our minds at any given time during the day. So Jen, with that being said, welcome into the podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. This is like the perfect topic for on a Tuesday here we're recording. <laughs> yes, yes. So tell our listeners more about yourself, who you are, what you do. So I'm Jen with, uh, I'm also a wedding photographer. I'm an artist, I'm a conceptual portrait artist. I, I love digging into my head about things that I'm thinking about. I mean, I also work weddings that are super creative and fun. So I'm always obsessed with couples in love and telling their story in photography. So uh, I'm with Pink Light Images, which you will you can't see me on the podcast, but I do have extremely bright pink hair. And then also I started a new brand called Weirdo Weddings in 2020 when the whole world shut down. And we were able to like pivot a little bit and kind of like twist some things around. And I started this new brand and I'm just in love with where it's going. So this is this is my heart on a on a piece of paper right here is wedding photographer and a conceptual artist. It's it's wonderful. I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it too. And I love your hair. It is absolutely fabulous. <laughs> and it's totally on brand, but that kind of leads us into just the authenticity piece. You know, yes. so often we're just taught that we have to fit into these certain molds in society. So how have you learned to embrace that and just who you are and just doing you? This is a great question because I think it's an ongoing journey for so many of us that we're still kind of like having these awakenings. Um, I can think back to 2012 when um, there are other photographers around me and other artists just being very free with their ideas and, and making things that that kind of push themselves. And I kind of took that little bit of spirit with me as I was starting to explore my ideas. And the more I got some validation into it, into what I was creating, the more I felt confident, I think, you know, sometimes you need some external validation when you're working on your craft. Um, so I felt like that was the journey since 2012 was like my kind of awakening of I can do what I want in the photography industry and feel good about it. I think as long as I feel good about my work and my clients love my work, I think that is the thing that has freed me up so much when I'm working. And I it, it kind of like the fear starts dissipating as soon as I'm authentic in what I want to create. And I was, uh, I did this recently in a, another interview where um, in Sony's Facing Creativity, where I was like, oh my God, like, the moment I tried to create something for somebody else that wasn't authentic, I just felt sick to my stomach and I just couldn't handle it. So now I'm striving to create the things that bring me that inner, you know, high five, almost like a high five of little joy moments where you're like, you're creating something and it makes sense. And then the other person understands it as well. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now, but it's been a very long journey. I mean, it's, it's a bit by bit. It's building that confidence over time and that freedom to just be yourself wholly in your art, in your self-expression, in, in the ways that you connect with people. So, oh, it's like such a journey. 
And I'm so glad you said that, that it's a journey because it is. And it's so easy to get wrapped up in the world around us because it is a very, very noisy world out there. You know, we're constantly seeing what other people are doing and their successes and these shiny, you know, highlight reels on social media. So how do you overcome that and really quiet the noise to stay authentic to you? Oh my gosh, this is the perfect time for this question because, you know, when you're in this season of some new things are happening in your life and you just get caught up in watching everybody else, not by, sometimes you just do it by choice and sometimes you just get swept up, right? Um, The one of the ways I overcome it is I literally have to turn it off and move away from it. Otherwise, I forget exactly what my mission is. And I forget exactly the things that I knew I needed to do, say like a week ago, right? Like a week ago, I needed to do this and I needed to stay passionate about that thing that I needed to do instead of worrying about the five other things that somebody else is doing that I didn't need to be a part of. So a part of what I do is I just remove myself from the equation and then I get back to my notes. If I've written something down, if I put something in my calendar I get back to those things that remind me what I was doing in the first place, not what my friends are doing, not what my family is doing, not what other photographers are doing. Oh my gosh, it's so the worst to get caught up in what other photographers are doing. But I, in my season right now, it has been very hard to do exactly what I'm telling you to do is just look away, look away. (laughs) It's so hard, but you have to do it. And I've been trying to practice that more and more, especially now that we're in 2023, we're in the third month, right? So I'm looking at what are the things that are triggering me to get caught in this cyclone of, of, you know, fear and the cyclone of everything else, and then start to address it quicker. That way I can pull myself back out of it and get back to work on the things that I know I need to do. Yeah. Yeah. It is something we are all working on. And I, I really love how you said, you know, yes. you have to practice it. And I think practice. too, what else you said was identifying those triggers, identifying, okay, what does kind of set you off so that you know and then can change your behaviors. You can identify what's going on, what that catalyst is, and then make those changes so that you can practice, you know, really staying true to you, really shutting that noise down because, yeah, it gets paralyzing. And then you just sit in this wonderful state of imposter syndrome and fear and doubt, and then you, you keep yourself small. Yeah. And you just, it's, it's like looking in a mirror, right? Like you're looking at your reflection, you see who you are and you're looking back at yourself and then you like walk away from the mirror and you completely look, you f- completely forget what you look like right? and forget the wholeness of who you are as a person. And it's not intertwined with everybody else. You know, it's like, just remember to keep your reflection at the forefront. Don't worry about everybody else's, you know, pictures that they've got up. You've got to look at you beautifully stated absolutely and we do tend to get wrapped up and start questioning our dreams questioning what we're doing so what advice can you give our listeners of okay when you start to get into that like what what the heck am i doing like what what path am i on what how do you overcome this You know what? I think there's, this is a good thing though. I think it's really good as a business owner to revisit why you're doing what you're doing anyway. Um, if, but you're, if you're in a cycle and being stuck, I would say that you would need to question what triggered you, but also you need to question what path you're on anyway. I think, 
I think questioning and having that time, you know how busyness takes over our lives anyway. We're talking about noise. Well, how about the noise that we create for ourselves? This is self-induced noise. What if we took every other month, every three months, and sat down and asked ourselves these questions? Um, I'm a movie nerd, so you'll see me insert occasional movie things. Like, I'm, I love the movie Inception because um, when they take the the thought deeper into the mind of this guy, they're planting something that's not good for him, actually. So I like to think of it as we can take our dreams and our goals and our visions and fears and then go Inception style into it and ask ourselves questions that take us deeper into why we're doing what we're doing and what we're doing and how, where's this taking us? There's nothing wrong with taking a self-evaluation and asking the hard questions. And a lot of us don't want to face the hard questions because it hurts sometimes to know that maybe you've been on the wrong path for a short time or even a long time and you're needing to redirect yourself. And I think the sooner you learn how to, to evaluate where you are, the better you have the chance to get on the path you're supposed to be on and for me, I'm actually carving a path, which is really hard work. It's hard work to carve a path that nobody else has maybe walked before. So I think it's always good to ask questions when you're in the midst of it and when you're sitting in it and when you're walking in it. Yeah. And right there, why? That is such a powerful question in itself, taking the time on a regular basis to evaluate it. Because I know for me, and my journey, it took a pandemic. It took the world shutting down that, you know, I was just staying so busy that finally I had the time where I was forced to stop and question, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I going through the motions? Why am I just, you know, surviving? And that right there, that was the game changer. So sometimes it takes a big old slap in the face from the universe, but other times it's just really stepping back and questioning why. Why am I doing this? What is my why? And revisit that often. I mean, for me, I I do it quarterly, but I should probably be doing it more often because it is so powerful to just It really is. And I'm I'm still working this stuff out for myself. Uh, how do you how do you sit still? You know how do how do you not feel guilty about moving all the time, right? <laughs> how right. do you figure out how to sit still and really listen and think and, and use your mind? And we, you know, there's a lot of different tools out there. There's a lot of softwares. There's computers. There's technology, but our mind is like one of the best technologies out there. And I think we need to remember to use our mind and use our heart. And everything that makes us a human and everything that makes us a creative, uh, we need to continue to like dig into who we are. And especially if we have a family unit around us, we have to, you know, talk to include your family in all of this too, right? Like sometimes there's a family dynamic that you can bring in your partners and spouses and kids and, and y'all can have like family meetings like this, you know, just kind of like evaluate where you are and where you want to go. Right. And it doesn't have to be like stuffy or weird or, you know, like a (laughs) CEO boardroom. No, I mean, that's been one of the best things for my kids too, is having these little family meetings and giving them input because they tend to buy in. Then more when I give them choices, like, all right, hey, you can either put the silverware away or you can put the dishes away. Which do you want to do? You know, including (laughs) them in those decisions and asking for help because you are a family unit, you're a group, yeah. you know, you're not meant to do this alone. Like if you're trying to build your business, work a side hustle or a career, 
and raise a family. I mean, any one of those are demanding. So you need to ask for help no matter what stage of the journey that you are in. And that's hard. It's so hard. It is very hard. Because, you know, like we were like, oh, I could do it. I could do it myself. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Like from the time we're kids, we're so proud of ourselves for doing it ourselves. But then it gets to the point where we need to accept the help. We need to ask for help. Yeah. And accepting it is one of those things, too. Like there's so many people that are such givers that they're like, oh, we'll never take from anybody. And I'm like, well, at some point you have to ask for help. Sometimes you have to have help. And the moment you don't get help is where it could go really bad really quickly. And I've seen it too many times from from many people. So it's like, you know, go ahead and ask for the help. You humble yourself enough to get down and just say, listen, y'all, I need some help. I need to have a talk. I need an intervention even. Um, You know, come over and clean my house or something like that. Right. (laughs) You know, anything, anything. A A good, nice long talk with your bestie will go a long way. And doing it alone without your kids and your family, you know, chattering in your head, um, getting that quality time with others is is really good. Your your community, no matter if it's one person, three people, whatever, getting connected with them and continuing to to foster the conversations that you need to have as a human and process life. It's just it's it's powerful. It really is. I mean, relationships are so key. And I mean, it's time after time after time that they've shown the power of community. They've shown how we need others in our lives to be able to thrive. But in this digital age that we seem to be more connected than ever, Uh they're finding that we're lonelier than ever, which is kind of sad because we're forgetting the human-to-human interaction. We're just consuming, consuming, consuming all of these, again, that highlight reel that we see on social media. So sometimes, yes, going back to what you said at the beginning, you just have to shut off the noise and reach out and connect. Call up a friend. Hey, let's grab a coffee. Hey, you know, come on over to my house for, you know, a little, you know, coffee chat, a glass of wine, whatever, you know, yes. we thrive off of connection. We need that. It was funny. We were up at um, a science center a couple weeks ago and we were watching this movie about these sea otters. Cutest little thing ever. <laughs> they actually, in order to survive, they like are innately like they need to cuddle with each other because it like releases these like hormones and this chemical reaction. Yeah, like we need each other. Like even the yes. otters need each other in order to yes. live. And it's just, and it, it shows that how much we thrive off of each other. Absolutely. And that's so important. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. So have you had to take any big leaps or big risks in your life or your business that have been scary, but that's what's propelled you forward. That's what's made you a trailblazer in your industry. Um, the first leap I ever made was going from a full-time job to full-time photography. It was a very scary time. Um, I did not know how to manage myself. You know how you're working for somebody else and they manage your time. They manage your uh, expectations of workloads. They, you know, I was in data entry. So we all, we had the management of reports and, and accounts and stuff like that. But when you become a business owner and you're like, okay, now I have to manage myself. Oh my God. It looked, took, me, took me like three months to figure that out at minimum <laughs> and then try to take classes on top of that. And then, you know, just 
that's the first big leap that I did. I never, ever thought I could do photography as a business or a career. I just, it wasn't presented to me as an option, right, growing up. So when I got married in 2005, I was like, oh, look at this cute little digital camera. You know, it's, it's so cute. I still have it, by the way. Um, but that was one of the first big leaps I ever did because I was educating myself on on photography in general and making portraits and, and how to work a wedding and all these things that you kind of have to just go out and do. You can't always sit in the classroom. And then the next biggest, biggest shift was in 2020 when we we're all asking ourselves why is like I put a name to a, a clientele I was already serving. And this is kind of one of the biggest things I'll ever do so far in my career is shift into weirdo weddings and start talking about that because it's just, there's a, there's a niche of couples that just, they, they need to know that I exist. And so um, I was so happy when I could put that on my website, you know, it's the silliest things that like I've been, it's been waiting for me all along. And it's like one of those things that's so freaking scary and it's so big but at the same time, I think so many of us have something that's just waiting on us for us to walk into it. And we haven't done it yet because we are too scared. But now I can now that I've walked through it and I'm about two and a half years in. I'm like, yes, this is so for me. I, I get rejuvenated, rejuvenated every time I talk about it. And every time I just I get the opportunities, I guess, to work with couples that just want to be themselves. And I think that goes back to authenticity is that if you're authentically doing the things that you enjoy and you love, it comes out in how you present to your clients and it comes out to how you present to, to the people around you for your community too, because we're all supposed to link together and help each other with our businesses at some point. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is this two huge leaps for me <laughs> over the last, um, 16 years. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. And it is, it's scary. I love how you were vulnerable and told, said that, you know, it's scary because Very it scary. is. When I walked away from my thriving career in healthcare, it was like, okay, well, I, you know, I was checking all the boxes. This is what you do. You, you go to school, you get your degree, you graduate, you yep. get married, you know, just everything on paper was there, but I didn't feel fulfilled. Yes. And taking that leap was by far the scariest thing ever. And like you, like you mentioned too, I had to learn how to manage me yes. and my time because I was working, you know, for about a year, part-time at, at my nine to five, part-time in my business. But then when you make that shift into full-time entrepreneurship, it's like, okay, wait a minute. I really need to like figure out a schedule to hold myself accountable because like you just tend to push it off. Like, oh yeah, that can wait. That can wait. And then you get to the point where it's like, oh no, this all needs done like now. Like I've got an email that needs to go out. I have clients, you know, the contracts and the invoicing and this, that, and the other. So oh my gosh, I, yes. I, I'm very thankful that, that you touched upon that because that's something I experienced too. And I don't think we talk about a lot. You know, it's, we, we we're excited because we made that leap. Yeah. But now what? You know, yeah. it's it's really learning how to navigate that new workflow and processes and how am I going to hold myself accountable? Yeah, it's, it's such a big thing. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Jen, this was an amazing conversation and I know that I enjoyed it. Our listeners will Yay. get so much from it. Where can we learn more and dive into your world? Well, if you want to go straight to my website, you can go to pinklightimages.com where you can see everything about Pink Light Images and Weirdo Weddings and all the fun weddings that I do, as well as I have a new portrait series that I'm going to be working on soon for the folks with tattoos. And I would love to connect with anybody with tattoos. 
Um, so I have some great stuff coming out. But on social media, on Instagram, you can find up-to-date information and fun at, at Weirdo Weddings or at Pink Light Weddings. And then, um, yeah, so that's the best place you can find me. I'm so easy to find. And you can always see my signature pink hair out there. <laughs> I love it. And your pink hair is just fabulous. So thank you for inspiring us to be authentic, be ourselves and just embrace it all. And find that fulfillment. You said that was the key word, finding your fulfillment. Yes, Yes. definitely. All right. Until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 